the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in Sunday, San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ is the person God the Father wants all of us to imitate. The Bible calls him the firstborn of many brethren. The firstborn are supposed to lead the way, so that all the other brothers that follow also go in the right way. He's the one who's supposed to show all the other believers who follow him how to represent the Father correctly. Because without him, we won't know how to correctly represent the Father. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. That includes in our conduct, in our speech, and in all our actions too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father, and Jesus will show us how to do it. So let's learn some things so that we can successfully be imitators of Christ like God wants all of us to be. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Titus chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We're supposed to follow after godliness, y'all. Titus chapter 2. Verse 11. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. That's what God has saved. Praise God, the grace of God appeared to us. The unmerited favor that God presented to me and you. Whereas he extended to us a gift called salvation through Jesus Christ. So that we could be able to make it out of something that we never would have been able to make it out. And do what we're supposed to do. But it doesn't stop there. It says for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Teaching us. That denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world. Would you look at here? Because of our love and devotion to God, we're supposed to deny ungodliness and live godly in this world. We're supposed to live, and look what taught us that. The grace of God. The grace of God that brought us our salvation has also appeared to teach us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and to live godly. I said the grace of God. The same grace of God that brought us our salvation is the same grace of God that's teaching us to live godly. See, grace is not there to tell you it don't matter what you do and don't do. The devil is a liar. The grace of God is there to teach you how much it matters. What you do and don't do. How much it matters. It mattered enough that it cost my savior his life. Must be important. Sin must be important. Because it cost enough, it meant enough to cost my savior his life. Somebody had to die on a cross 
so that we can get off. And then somebody going to come teach you it don't matter. It's a life in the pit of hell. That's why when the grace of God comes into your life, it don't tell you it don't matter what you do. It tells you that you're supposed to pay even more attention to what you do because you understand the cost. You understand that somebody bled for you, died for you, was beaten for you, lived a, died a horrible death for you to get you off because of when it didn't matter to you what you did. So that you can now be taught. Now that you've become the righteousness of God in him, live godly. Get away from ungodliness. Stop anything that God says is ungodly in your life. Let's read it again. Titus chapter 2, this is the word of God. Verse 11, for the grace of God that it bringeth salvation have appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Talking about the life you live right now. Right now. Somebody say right now. Right now. The life you live right now. Denying. That word denying right there means to contradict. That is to disavow, reject, abnegate. It means to contradict, to disavow, to reject, or to abnegate. Which means if anything is brought to you, opportunity to do anything that you know to be ungodly according to the word that God gave to you, you're supposed to reject it, disavow it, contradict it. It's okay. No, it's not okay. That's why whenever I hear it, you hear me say that real quick. Why is that? Because I'm responsible to the living God to be able to contradict every lie that comes in in the midst of the environment. The devil is a liar. And his breath stank. It also translates refusing. We're supposed to refuse anything that's ungodly. We're supposed to refuse anything. That's why God gave you a simple word. Prayer has got two letters. It's called No. No. Indeal. No. That was Swahili in case you don't know. Praise God. No. We turn it down. Anything that we find out is ungodly. Now prior to finding it out, that's one thing. After finding it out, that's a whole other thing. Because we are devoted to God. We love God. We're committed to him who's committed to us. And because we are to walk this thing out like he wants us to do as dear children then we deny anything that he calls ungodly like we're supposed to. Ungodliness, the word ungodliness means impiety. Impiety. Now, God told us he wants us to walk out with piety. And so this is saying impiety, which is any, anything that is against piety. By implication, it means wickedness, which means anything that God considers wicked. The word wicked, of course, means twisted. The word wicked means twisted. Anything that he considers twisted, God says, stay far away from it as you possibly can. Deny it. Contradict it. Disavow it. Reject it. Everybody say, mm mm. Mm-hmm. See, that's another one of them things. You only use the whole word, no, just use mm mm. Say, mm mm. Mm no. Say, no, no. Come on, give it to me, hood, y'all. No, we don't, no, we don't do it that way. Is anybody here? We don't play that game. We don't walk that way. That's what I did when I was in darkness. Now I'm in the light. That's what I did before I found out somebody gave up their life for me. Now I fight the good fight of faith to be able to remain in, in line with what God says to me. 
Hey man, this isn't something that you're obligated to do. This is an opportunity that's been sent to you. He said, Titus chapter 2 verse 11, let's read it one more time. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That word godly means piously. So we deny living ungodly, impiously, but we live godly, which is piously. That's what we do now. He said he came to all men and said that. And that's even talking to the ones that saved. Oh, by the way, Titus was written to the ones that were saved. Because it's an epistle. And the epistles are written to the ones that are saved. And so since it's written to all the saved people. So he's telling all saved people. It does matter how you live your life. In fact, I'm telling you how I want you to live your life. Telling you who are devoted uh, to, and obedient to your parent and superior. I'm telling all of you who are committed to being dutifully devoted to me and, ob- and, and observing of my religious principles. I'm telling you exactly what does I expect of you. I'm giving you your basic instructions before leaving life. I'm laying down the law, teaching, instructions on what you need to do. And that is to deny some stuff, run away from some stuff, and go after some stuff like I want you to. Second Peter chapter 1, please. I love the Lord. Y'all love the Lord? Oh, this is going to be good teaching to you then. Praise God for you who love the Lord. This is just going to be good eating. It's only going to be distasteful for ones that really don't love him like that. Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. See, the doctrine that Peter taught was a doctrine unto godliness. The doctrine that Peter taught was a doctrine of godliness. It's not, it's not, this, this is not no weird thing. A doctrine of godliness is taught by all the writers of the New Testament. A doctrine of godliness is taught by all the writers of the New Testament. I'm going to take you to Peter first. Remember Pete? Y'all remember Pete? Praise God. Hey Amen. He was one of the big three that was walking with G. Praise God. It was Peter, James, and John. He was even listed first. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's, let's, let's read his doctrine. First Peter chapter 1. Start reading at verse 1. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like prescient faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. According as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and it don't matter. Life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory and virtue. See, the doctrine that Peter taught was a doctrine unto godliness. The word of God provides us everything that we need to know in order to be godly. That's why it says in verse three, according to his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. He gives us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Remember Jesus Christ himself, when he came, he said, I came that you might have life and that you might have that more abundantly. Well, see, he is the word of God. The word of God comes to be able to say that you can have life. But look what else it comes for you to have. And 
godliness, which I'm going to give you everything you need to be able to succeed in having life and godliness. That's both grace and peace. Praise God. He wants grace and peace given to you. Grace is God's unmerited favor, but grace is also God's desire to allow you to utilize his strength, power, and ability to get done what needs to get done. God will give you access to his strength, power, and ability to get done what he needs to get done. In fact, where is it? It's in the word. Because the word of God is the power of God unto salvation. The life that God has in store for you to live in full manifestation. So when God extends the grace to you, it's not so that you don't do what he told you to do. He sends the grace to you to give you the power to do what he wants you to do. And that is to live godly. Not that it don't matter. He give it to you because it does matter. Are you listening to me up in here? Because through giving you this, he gives you the ability to then be able to have the power to walk like he wants you to do. Somebody say power. Whereas before, before you got born again, you didn't have the power. Good to see you, bro. You didn't have the power. But now you got the power. The power is living on the inside of you. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is abiding on the inside of you. And every time you receive a word from God of what it is he needs you to do, I don't care if that's all that you do. Once you hear a word that God said, this is what I want you to do. In that word is the power of God to do what he said do. In that word is the ability necessary to get you to do what he told you to do. The only question is, will you believe it and receive it? If you deny it and reject it, then you won't be able to pull it off. And you'll be like, I don't know why they keep telling me that, that that's what I'm supposed to live like. You don't expect nobody to live like that. God does. And God said, I gave you the power to do it. So you are without excuse. Because once the word comes, you now have the power to be able to do it. Because in that word, in that word is the power. You might have been hoish than a mug, but once he said flee fornication, you have the power to keep your legs closed and stay out of folks' legs. Yes, you do. Because God gave you the power. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You might have been discouraged and never looking up, but once you receive a word from God, you got the power to look up. Because God gives you his strength, his power, his ability to get done what he needs to do so that you can live a life of godliness like he wants you to do. So you can represent like he wants you to do. I can't do it. You can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth you. Christ is the anointed word that's sent to you in order to deliver you into the life that God has for you. And once he sends you that word, you got the power to do whatever God wants you to do. I'm preaching up in here. I'm doing a better job teaching and y'all saying amen. The word of God provides us everything that we need to succeed. Everything that we need to know in order to go and live this thing like God wants us to do. Let me read it to you out of the 20th century New Testament. Might help you a little bit. 20th century. Because you'd be thinking that I'm reading this old archaic book. Let me bring it to the 20th then. Praise God. Let's see if it makes any sense to you then. It reads thusly. To those to whom, through the justice of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, there has been granted faith, equally privileged with our own, from Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. May blessing and peace be yours in everlasting measure. As you advance in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord, for his divine power has given us everything that is needful for a life of piety. As we advance in the knowledge of him who called us by a glorious manifestation of his goodness. See, God's divine power, which comes through the knowledge of the word, gives us everything we need to live a life of piety. 
In fact, the more we know about Jesus Christ and the more we know about the life that he lived, the more we receive the divine power to live the life that he lived. I said, the more we learn about Jesus Christ and the more that we learn about the life that he did live, the more we receive the power to live the life that he's supposed to live. So if you say you're learning about grace and it's causing you to live less of a life than God has in store for you, you ain't learning about the one that God gives. Because the grace that God gives gives you the power to do it more, better, fuller, want to. In fact, God put the want to on the inside of you in that same word too. Because in the middle of that word is the want to, the ability to, the direction to, the guy, it's, it's, it's complete. It's all in that word. It's a perfect package. That word is a perfect package that's been sent to you that can be able to tell you about what he wants you to do, give you the desire to do what he wants you to do, give you the power to do what he wants you to do, give you the, the direction and the correction to do what he wants you to do, and be walking with you the full way to help you fulfill everything he said to you. I thank God for the word. Because he that begins a good work in you is going to be faithful to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And he's going to do that through the word. Let me read it out of the Wayman's translation. Some of y'all didn't like that one. Praise God. Amen. So I'll read it out of the Wayman's translation then. I'm going to just do verse three out of this one. Praise God. It reads like this. Seeing that his divine power has given us all things that are needful for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who has appealed to us by his own glorious perfections, who has appealed to us by his own glorious perfections. Remember, Jesus Christ came and lived, this, lived on this life for me and you to be able to show us that what God said is what we can do. Because he came and lived this life as a man, anointed by God, a child of God, anointed by God, carrying flesh just like me and you. Presented with every opportunity, just like me and you, but he did it without messing up. And then he says, I'm showing you it could be done. And then I'm going to give you the same power that I had to win this race I've given you to run. The church of the living God is still trying to be who they were, not a day in Christ. God said, no, it's time for you to learn out who you are and be that in Christ. You have the ability to walk everything out, everything that God says you can do. It's a world that's trying to teach you you can't do or you shouldn't do, and now they're even entering stuff into the church and say, don't even try to do what it is that God wants you to do. But the devil is a liar. We're going to walk this thing out like God wants us to too. God is raising up a people who are imitators of him. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And he says, I'm appealing to you by my own glorious perfections. Saying, come on, baby, you could do it. I remember, I remember, I remember when I was growing up, praise God, you know, I had all these brothers older than me and neighbors older than me, praise God, that we used to run with. And many times, many of us younger ones, we would try to hang with the older ones, praise God. But then the older ones would do something that we didn't have a natural ability to do or didn't think we had the ability to do. They might climb up a building, praise God, so they can do something wrong, climb up a building, praise God, and, and then they say, come on. And we're sitting there looking like, man, I can't, I can't get way up there. They say, yes, you can, yes, you can. Just come on. And you'd be like, oh, man, I can't do it. Come on, come on. Just, 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 just grab that right there. Grab that right there. And then you grab that. And it's okay, now pull up and then grab the other. Come on, come on. You could do it. And then grab it. And then they would encourage us to do it. And then before you know it, we jump up there too. And we standing up there with the old heads. And we up there about to go do something we ain't got no business doing. And we like, look at this. I'm up here now, praise God. Why? Because somebody came before you who could do it, who can now tell you, you can do it. And Jesus said, I came before you and walked this thing out. 
so that I can come back and tell you, come on, you can walk this thing out. I'm going to give you everything that you need to succeed. I'm going to give you the ability. Imagine if my arms wasn't long enough. What if God gave me longer arms? What if my strength wasn't strong enough, but God gave me stronger arms? What if it is that I didn't have courage and then God gave me courage? What if, I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, God said, that's what I'll do for you. Now, I ain't going like, to lengthen your arms necessarily and strengthen your arms, but he's going to tell you that you already have the ability to do what you can do. All he wants you to do is line, in, line up with him. See, the life that Jesus lived should appeal to us to live a life as close as it is that we can. Now, some of us look and see what our brothers are doing and get mad at them. We get angry with them because they're living it right. We get irritated with them because they're living it right. We get agitated, say, ain't nobody supposed to be living like that. He lying. He don't love his wife like that. Don't nobody love nobody like that. I bet you if I could talk to him side, I find out he ain't doing none of that stuff. You're going to be highly disappointed. Because you're going to find out it's being lived out. Are you listening to me in here? Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Lord came to you to tell you, I'm living it out. Now you can live it out. Now come on, be imitators of me as dear children. Turn to Titus chapter 1. So Pete taught it. Pete taught it. Let's look at Titus. We're going to find out that the doctrine that Paul taught was a doctrine unto godliness. The doctrine that Paul taught was a doctrine unto godliness. Thank Lord Jesus for your word. Titus chapter 1. Starting with verse 1, it reads, it says, Paul, a servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ. That's a sent one, sent out to be able to teach people what it is that God want them to know and understand. According to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth. Acknowledging of the what? So, so Paul here is going to acknowledge what the truth is, and then he tells you a little bit more about the truth, which is after godliness. Which is after godliness. That is powerful. Ask me why. Because it lets you know what the truth is when it's really the truth. Because if the truth is really the truth, it's after godliness. If the truth is really the truth, it's after the God. But pastor, I've learned a new truth. Is it after godliness? Because if it's not telling you to be godly, if it's not telling you the importance to be godly, if it's not telling you about operating godly, your truth ain't truth. Your truth is a lie with truth clothing on. Is anybody hearing me up here? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me read it to you out of the Montgomery translation. Maybe that'll be helpful. The Montgomery translation. You know Montgomery. Let's see what Montgomery got to say. <coughs> it says, To Titus, my true son, in a common faith, from Paul, a slave of God, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and to the knowledge of the truth, which goes with piety, which goes with piety. See, there's some truth that doesn't go with piety, which means it ain't truth. And there's some truth that goes with piety, which means when that truth goes with piety, then that's the right one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, man. Yeah. Everybody has seen people that wear clothes. They might wear something that don't quite go with that. Like, for instance, put myself on the line here. Praise God. I like to believe that this outfit, that thing goes with it. I like to believe that this outfit I'm wearing, everything goes with it. Amen. Thank you very much. Praise God. Amen. 
<laughs> I like to believe that the color combination is such that it goes with it. Now, if I broke out with some colors and stuff looking all crazy and added on top of it a big old helmet with some antlers on it, <laughs> praise God, that's, that's, that's in, in, in Seattle, Seahawk uh, green, praise God, <laughs> you know, that the iridescent green and stuff. And if I start, that don't go, that don't go with that. And there's teachings that you can learn that don't go with piety. And if it don't go along with piety, it ain't truth. Because everything that God's about is going to go with piety. It's going to live with, go, operate with going godly. See, if the truth that you're hearing is not truth that goes with piety, then it ain't truth at all. And you ought not put that with that. Leave that alone. In fact, don't even bother to wear that. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blissful with what the Word of God had to say. I hope you're seeing that it's true. God really does want all of us to be imitators of Him. I hope even more that you're inspired to do what God wants all of us to do so we can walk and talk just like He wants us to do and thereby have and enjoy the awesome life that He wants us to live that can only be lived when we're more like God like He wants all of us to be and do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. Don't forget, y'all, Are You Ready for the Word? is on YouTube, too. There's all kinds of messages there for you to hear and see on demand that'll flat-out bless you. And when you get the chance, check out our website, too. It's at WOFSA.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith San Antonio. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed there too, I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.